Hey, peeps, please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's get into this. What is going on, crypto family? It looks like we are live. How has everybody been? It's been a long time since I've done a live stream. And I've never done one on a Thursday, so this should be fun. We've got our uh, buddy Jeff from Uptrend on. He came on a while back ago and uh, told us all the cool stuff he was doing with his platform. So we're going to let him talk about that and some of the stuff that's going on in the world. Let me just double check, make sure we've got sound. Is everybody there? Uh, told us all the cool stuff he was doing with his platform. What do you got? No, I, hold on one second. I got tech support in here. <laughs> My twin, yeah. <laughs> right on, on brand. Boom. As always, that. man. You know it. This is legit all I wear. This is the only <laughs> shirts that I wear. I have like eight of these. This is all I wear. Yeah. Love I'm, it. I'm you know, I wouldn't be surprised because that's the only hat I've ever seen uh, Robert wear, so. <laughs> yeah, normally the shirts and the hats today, I'm feeling a little bit more patriotic. You know, I got the, the oath of the Constitution right here on my chest, so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Ah, there you go. So. A little patriotic. What else? It, uh, we need to hit transition on that. Boom. So let's see if that works. Hopefully that looks a little bit better. I guess uh, we didn't scale it just quite right. All right. Let's see what we got going on here. Looks like everybody can hear me. Cool stuff. All right. So what we're also going to do is just my twin's coming back for a second. Just one more thing. What just, else you got? I just want to make sure that the, uh, the other one's good to go too. Here we go. All right. Boop. Boop. The share screen. All right. Oh. That's cool. I had no idea you had a twin. That's rad. That's or is that like actual, actual twin? No, that's my, that's my oldest son. <laughs> oh. oh, no way. Are you serious? No. Man, that is intense how similar you guys look. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've been with his mom since we were 14 years old, man. So we got a really early start. And uh, yeah, the kid has been with me, um, you know, through all the different uh, various journeys. Uh, and he works with me on you know, and a lot of different things. He's he's amazing. There's pretty much nothing that kid can't do. So that's and, cool. Well, it looks like you guys have good chemistry at the very least, eh? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. He's the best. Yeah, yeah, he is the best. So uh, all right, so let's get back at this a little bit. So a couple things we're going to be talking about today is obviously you know what Uptrend's been up to, some of the things going on in the news. Um, I'm going to be giving away uh, see some Monarch hats and shirts and I think we got socks. Yeah, man, we check it out. We even got Monarch socks and we got beanies and all kinds of cool stuff. So we'll give away some of that stuff at the end. We'll also give away a uh, thousand Monarch tokens to seven people plus a hundred bucks of Bitcoin cash to some lucky person out there as well. So we'll do that all at the end, uh, as well as a couple updates for people that want to hear about Monarch as well as some of the other cool stuff that we have going on. So I will save that to the end, so that way we don't have to keep Jeff on for all that stuff. He doesn't have to, you know, suffer through it all, right? So, Jeff, what has been going on, man? Tell us uh, what's been happening with uh, Uptrend since the last time uh, we had you on. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think back to how long ago that was, three, four <laughs> months or so, I think, hey? But uh, things have just really been taking off. Um, it's just been, not surprising, but just really humbling, I think is the best word. Um, since we last chatted, we actually broke through, if you like go on alexa.com, they kind of aggregate all this uh, website activity stats. And so we've uh, surpassed Steemit and Hive and Voice. And so we're currently now the most engaged blockchain-based social media site in the world, which is absolutely astounding to think about. Um, we've got some like nice desktop updates that have rolled in and uh, our mobile apps are starting to come along really nicely now. So 
Uh, we also have another kind of update called citizenship that's rolling in soon that's going to kind of change the algorithm and help uh, bring quality to the forefront of the platforms. So it's been a, a really solid few months. Uh, we've been a little bit under the radar working, but uh, man, it's been all really great stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, I've been using the platform pretty much, you know, religiously since you know, we had you on. So I post there and you notice you get, um, you know, more engagement for sure than uh, some of the other platforms. I stopped using Steemit because it's a Steemit, steaming pile of crap. I stopped using that a long time ago. <laughs> But um, yeah, they yeah. used to have these uh, moderators on that would just come in and basically just blanket everything as being, um, I guess, some kind of malware or some kind of, uh, you know, I don't know, some kind of uh, scam or something like that. And it was just ridiculous. And um, anyways, the, the whole pay to play thing. So stopped using Steemit, uh, started checking out, of course, um, you know, my buddy Andrew, he, uh, he owns Gab. So I like Gab, I like right. Uptrend, you know, Uptrend, of course. Um, utilizes some you know some blockchain to it as well as uh, crypto and staking and all kinds of stuff like that so it's really good for the space for sure as well as um, you know the attack that's you know on our first amendment right now I mean have you seen all the stuff that's been going down with you know, like with Twitter and Facebook Instagram all that kind of stuff I mean what's what's kind of your thoughts on all the censorship and everything that's happening out there right now well it's it's really crazy you know I think people should have an opportunity to opt in or opt out of this kind of censorship because I've talked to a lot of people and they're like oh you know like I don't want to see a lot of this um, out there thinking or like call it conspiracy theories just be so far-fetched but the thing that they're forcing this censorship onto us like look at even what's happening in YouTube I think you've been subjected to it a couple times or they're taking down crypto like uh, you know, crypto content creators, um, when the coronavirus was really hitting hard, they took anything that went against the World Health Organization. Um, obviously, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, pretty much all these large corporations aren't just staying within the law anymore. Because I understand that as a platform, as a legal entity, you can't have illegal content on your website. Otherwise, you know, unfortunately, you end up like Ross um, from Silk Road, um, who I hope gets out soon. That's an insane but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother topic. Long story short, as a platform, I feel like the biggest injustice that's happening is exactly what you're saying on First Amendment, is they're going outside the scope of what's legal and just starting to censor things that they don't agree with based on their own bias or potentially outside influences. And so I see it's really skewing the landscape of our political perception, um, societal perception. Uh, it, it's, it's a massive danger, I feel. Yeah, no, you got that right. I mean, one of the things that's kind of been like a shield for them, kind of a little protection blanket was the uh, Section 230 of the uh, Communications Decency Act. I don't know if you saw that or not. I'm not an attorney, but when you read through it, it seems like um, they're kind of in breach of that. And so it looks like, especially when you see those Project Veritas videos that, that have come out, I just actually put the links there in the chat for people who want to check them out a little bit later. When you hear these uh, monitoring people, they're the ones that, uh, I guess, decide uh, what is seen and what isn't seen on on Facebook and, and such platforms. And you, get, you actually get to hear them behind the scenes uh, when they're not thinking they're at work talking and they go through how they decide to censor people and how they um, are basically labeling any Trump supporter as a Nazi. Um, you know, they just, it, it's ridiculous. You guys have to watch those videos. And um, just right before this show started, their uh, HR lady, their senior HR lady, just got fired uh, for some of her comments um, that were, were against Facebook. So you got to check that stuff out. But it's, it's, really, it's, it's really sad what's, what's happening out there because it seems like we're only getting one side of the news, whether it's, um, you know, Corona 
whether it's COVID, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, whether it's these masks. I don't. Are they making you wear masks there in Canada? Are you having to do that, like in in California and Oregon and other states? No, we're it's pretty easy going in Canada right now. Oh, there goes my microphone. Um, you know, you can do. I don't think any of the stores have mandatory masks. It, it's pretty easy going. I think because we kind of caught the problem at its early inception, things are really starting to ease up right now. So not not too strict on the, the mask side here. Yeah, it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty crazy what's going on, especially like in California where. You look at um, you know Gavin Newsom or, or gruesome Newsom, whatever you want to call the guy. He uh, you know basically is making it uh, mandatory to wear masks pretty much all throughout California. And you see the science that comes out that just says you know how bad this is for you, breathing in all the carbon monoxide all the time. People that um, are wearing these things are only supposed to be wearing them for short periods of time, and they're usually in the emergency services sector. They're not you know walking around with these things on all the time because they don't do the job that like Newsom and them are, and them are saying. Even the WHO came out and said, you know, hey, look, you guys don't need to be wearing these things. But for some reason, they keep going against all this stuff. And anybody that talks out against that stuff, too, they also get censored. So like you were talking about earlier, how if you speak out against the WHO or anything like that, you're censored. So that's why I thought it'd be really important to bring you back on for a, uh, you know, kind of a, a revisit and talk about all the cool stuff yeah. that you're doing and why it's so important, especially in a time where only one voice is being heard. Well, and I think you're nailing it there is that, you know, because you have individual people or entities, nobody knows objectively at this current state, you know, what is effective, what is the right way. And you could even go as so far as to argue that every single opinion ever made is always subjective. There's really no objectivity, especially as we're diving deeper into physics and like quantum realm, again, a whole other topic. But I just feel like to be able to censor one side of the story is a mass disservice and disjustice to not only the free flow of information, but not giving people enough credit. Because a lot of people say, or I feel like the big argument is, oh, we're gonna keep people safe by not subjecting them to this potentially malicious information or only force feeding them what we want them to hear. And I think that's the biggest danger of all because then you come into this like big sheep mentality where you're just taking in whatever information is given to you. And I think that's incredibly dangerous in terms of propaganda on the political side, in terms of free thinking, in terms of creative thinking, being able to be your own person, having purpose and passion. So I see a massive problem with how really everything is being handled, whether it's on social media platforms or in politics, and really painting things as there's only one true path or one true destination. And I, you can even extrapolate that into the cryptocurrency space. Everyone says, you know, it's only Bitcoin. It's like, okay, yeah, but like Bitcoin has one utility and there's validity there, but there's like a thousands of crypto that all do their own little thing for different reasons and different preferences so to kind of bring it back that's why i feel uptrend and different like for example gab or mines or uh, hive they're all so crucial to the way that our world interacts we're moving more and more into an online identity where i almost feel like my online identity has nearly just as much weight as my in-person identity and so this online ecosystem we live in really needs to have you know what I mean? Like you can't, there's no thing where if I'm like, I'm going to go to a bar and I'm going to talk to everyone. But then there's like big red lights that say, but don't talk to that guy about this thing or don't talk to that guy about this thing. It's like, that doesn't make sense to me. So I really feel that we need an online ecosystem where information is freely accessible to everyone at all times. It's got to be. I mean, you got to have open debates, you know, like you would in the world when somebody just walks away. I mean, I guess you can do that in real life, but in social right. media, you know, I mean, you should be able to post. I mean, I understand there's hate speech. I understand there's just, you know, threats and things like that that are horrible. 
Um, but the community should be responsible for that, right? You shouldn't have somebody mm-hmm. deciding, well, I don't like this guy's point of view, so I'm going to censor him. Or I don't like you know, her point of view, so I'm going to censor him. You should have equal debate out there. Everybody should be able to make their argument, whether they're right or wrong. You should just allow them to talk. Yeah. And that's what, you know, this, that's what that Section 230 was allowing for these bloggers, was to give them protection to be able to say what they want, and other people can say what they want, and um, you know they wouldn't be uh, held responsible. But now they're acting as dictators, and they're censoring all this stuff. And so we really need to make sure that we have a place to where we can be heard, to where we can have debates, to where it doesn't mean you know I'm right, it doesn't mean you're right, but you know what, we can talk and yeah. we can figure it out, or you know the community will figure it out for us, right? Because everybody's going to pick a winner. So that's uh, for sure. It's, it's it's super important that that's out there, and um, I'm I'm really interested to see what's going to happen with Trump, and um, how he's going to approach this, because especially with these videos coming out, um, you know it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna wake some people up, and they're gonna have stuff to point to, and I wonder if it's going to end up turning into like a public utility of sorts to where these big platforms end up becoming regulated uh, by the government and somebody he puts in charge. Uh, we'll have to see. It's um, still early, but uh, yeah, I don't know if you saw what they did, you know, in the two, 2016 elections. They're they're ramping up and trying to do even worse now for the 2020 elections. Yeah. So it's really important um, that Uptrend and others are out there for people to actually, you know, speak their minds, so to speak. So. Um, what? Yeah. Um, how, how do we know, for instance, for people that um, you know aren't familiar with Uptrend, how do we know that we'll have a voice there? How do we know that uh, there's not going to be mass censorship, that you're not going to just go to one side one day and be like, you know what, I'm a diehard liberal, so I'm not going to let any Republican speak here. How do we know that won't happen? Yeah, well, I mean, that's 100% our roadmap, and all the actions that we've been taking have been in this direction, so it's kind of like our actions speak for the direction. We're not at our final stage of Uptrend right now, so I think, you know, I think that's important to be transparent about that we are still... A centralized ecosystem as we're building it out um, we didn't do a big ICO we didn't raise you know a hundred million dollars like voice did so we're kind of taking it step by step incrementally so we're not at our final destination yet by any stretch but our main goal is to have the platform both governed and run and owned sorry by the community so governed in the way that people are making votes on the decisions on what goes forward and owned in the fact that by doing a security token offering it's literally the people that own this platform so that's the big idea is that this is a platform for the people that has immutable content. So once it's uploaded, it's not going to get taken down. And of course, I know it's something that you were talking about before is like the freedom of people to say what they want. And there's a quote I, slipping my mind who says it was like, I disagree with what you say, but defend to the death your right to say it. Yep. And I think my addition to that would be, and I defend to the death my right not to have to hear it. Um, so adding in filtration systems so that, you know, let's say there are um, if whether you're a Republican, Democrat, whether you're vegan, carnivore, it doesn't matter. Um, if you don't want to see stuff from the carnivore camp or the vegan camp, you could just filter that stuff out. I think we all deserve the opportunity. That's to, huge, though, that our, the user is the filter and not the platform. And that exactly. And so that is where we're heading is that everything is an open book. Um, the community governs the directions we're never going to censor within the law based on bias or agenda or political pressures because the idea is to become immune to political pressures through community governance so uh yeah over time the the big the big key will be uh user filtration so people can uh you know there can be someone free to preach on the soapbox but it doesn't mean i have to listen to him so that's that's the balance that we're working towards right now and it's a it's a constant evolution it's certainly uh, complex to build out a, a social media platform, but uh, we're, we're taking it day by day, and so far so good. Yeah. So, how many users are you guys up to now? I think right now we're probably around 130,000. We're growing around 
20,000 a month at this pace. It's excellent. Um, yeah, so, so we're doing well. I mean, obviously nothing compared to like Facebook's 3.5 billion, but you know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, do you feel like you're in competition with Hive or in competition with this or that? I'm like, man, if you combine all the blockchain social platforms and even Gap together, we're for sure less than 10 million users on a 3.5 billion users on social media. So I really feel that it's one of those all boats rise with the tides and just like different cryptocurrencies have different features, all the, like there's slight differences to Hive, to Uptrend, like Hive is a little bit more of a an oligarchy setup where the people with money control the power, control the platform. Uh, Uptrend's a little bit more equal. Pros and cons to having both those models. And I think uh, I'm just excited to see this whole ecosystem advance uh, in a progressive direction. Cause I think it's a hundred percent, you know, I know, you know, it's exactly what we need in our world right now. Online world is so important and uh, we need a platform that that first amendment can be upheld. Yeah. The, the problem is there's these big platforms that you, that you mentioned and you know, when they came to power or whatnot, uh, they've just, you know, grown and grown and grown. And there's so many people over there. It's really difficult to get them to leave and to come to another platform when so many of their yeah. celebrities and the things that they like to follow up on or hear about, read about, whatever, watch um, is there. So what's kind of your guys' goal to start bringing more people from those other platforms over to your platform? I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be either or. I mean, I guess they can do both. But what's yeah. what's kind of your message to get people over? I mean, other than the free speech part of things, like tell me about the technology. Tell me about what you know. Other than their voice being censored, what else can they do there? You talked about staking. You talked about some ownership. What do you got? For sure, exactly. One of the big things, so obviously, monetization of your content is the massive one. You know, on Facebook, you're not really able to monetize, and also yep. the algorithms are essentially gearing it so that you pump money into the platform, especially as a public figure with a page, you know, your visibility is next to zero. So something that I'm really excited for, or maybe it's two things actually. So one is owning a community. So let's say there's an influencer or someone who owns a current Facebook page or a Reddit group, you can create your own group on Uptrend. This is coming up uh, hopefully in the next few months. And every activity that happens in that group, you're earning passive income from that. So let's say, you know, you start the Crypto Beatles group, everything that happens in that group you're earning from that activity so you're essentially incentivized to promote this group uh, in in the wild and uh, bring as many people to this ecosystem as you possibly can so that works on a real solid way in personal branding and then in terms of just growing like let's say somebody wants to do like a home and garden group you can make that scale it to let's say you know a million two million people uh and earn passive revenue the whole time and then when you're like you know what i'm done with this you can then flip it on the open market and sell it for a bunch of tokens. So it's kind of like uh, this, like kind of like fix and flip ownership. It's almost like real estate in terms of uh, channels on uptrend. So that I'm really excited for. And the second thing uh, I, I'm equally as excited for, which is investing in content. So you know, let's say you're new to uptrend and you know you make your first post, and I say, oh shit, like uh, Robert's on here now, like Robert Beatles. Hell yeah, I'm gonna invest in his content. I'm gonna shoot, let's say, 10,000 views and I'm gonna sponsor this, and then I can pitch to you, hey, I either wanna get 0% of the revenue that's coming in, 100% or anywhere in between. And then with that proposal, you can either say yes, no, or counter proposal. So I think it's gonna allow new people to get traction way faster in the ecosystem, quality content to get highlighted, and just, I've never really seen this done before. So I'm really excited to see it roll out. Yeah, I mean, uh, just you know, the idea of being able to have your speech and have you know your content not censored to where other people can uh, interact with you is huge and then also owning your content and actually being 
uh, you know, paid for some of it. That's uh, something you definitely don't see in Facebook. They're actually the ones selling your data, and uh, you are <laughs> you are the product, right? So it's nice that uh, the roles have been reversed, and the people that are actually creating content are actually paid for it. Uh, let me check with the audience really quick. Is there anybody out there that has uh, any questions for Jeff? I know he's got another uh, he's got another thing that he's working on, another project, uh, Trust Swap. So I'm talking about that here in a minute. But anybody out there in YouTube land, hit us up. Let us know if you got any questions for Jeff. So, Jeff, why don't you tell us about TrustSwap a little bit? What you got going on there? What's cooking? Yeah, for sure. So TrustSwap was actually born of a situation that happened uh, with Uptrend, actually, is uh, an investor wanted to purchase some one-up tokens at a discount for Ethereum. And I said, okay, well, I'm happy to do that, but um, if I'm sending you the tokens, how am I going to be sure that you're not going to dump them? I'm like, well, they said, well, you can just hire a lawyer. He'll act as a middleman, charge 5 to 10% fees. Like, man, on that's that's pretty hefty. So I decided so I was like, well, is there no smart contract out there that can essentially lock up tokens in like a, a trustless escrow and then slowly distribute those? And there wasn't. And uh, so that's kind of the one big utility of trust swap. Also, um, another thing that I know a lot of projects have issues with is team lockups, you know, the the investors want to see the team locking up their tokens in an like in fully audited, secure, smart contract that doesn't exist out there anyway. So it doesn't really doesn't exist out there. So it doesn't really happen either. Um, you have to build it yourself. It takes time. It takes energy. It costs money. So with TrustSwap, essentially what we're doing is creating an entire ecosystem where you can create peer-to-peer -peer smart contracts, time release payments insta swaps you can create wills so as soon as you decease boom and auto kind of auto acts um you can have employee payrolls that are automated you can do sports betting peer-to-peer -peer. so it's like i honestly blew my mind that this didn't really exist en masse yet this these kind of audited smart contracts where people can like have slow release and all this kind of thing so we just decided this was the realization I had like a week ago. So we just kind of put it together and this is actually the first time it's being announced publicly. So uh, the token's not launched yet. Nothing's publicized yet. So whoever's listening, you can check it out on trustswap.org um, and head into the Discord room because that's where we're going to be chatting about everything. But essentially this is the way we see it is a, a new way to usher in like decentralized finance payments. You can even tie it into shipping and receiving pretty much anything and everything that ties smart contracts into payments uh, is what we're going to be aiming to be doing. Very cool. Trustswap.org. All right, we got some uh, questions here. So let's start off with, uh, let's see, the cause 41. So the cause 41. When is the group update planned? So I guess you guys got some groups. Uh, when is the update planned for the groups in uh, Uptrend? Yeah, so I mean, you might be referring to um, like group ownership where you can own a group. Um, that one's probably three to four months out. There's a lot of uh, nuances that we need to build out in that. So that one's not a, a short-term thing, but depending on your time, if you're looking at Cardano's time frame, it's super short-term. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, three to four months is what we anticipate. Gotcha. And then uh, we got Jewelscape. It says, when other countries onboard after Pakistan? And what is citizenship? Got you. Yeah, so our, uh, our main countries right now are United States, Canada, Australia, United Kingdom. And then we also have a ton in uh, Nigeria and Pakistan. So those are our top countries. And then citizenship is a shifting of, uh, right now an uptrend is one person, one vote. 
but we're seeing that that is not necessarily the ideal scenario because you know you get a lot of people farming for upvotes it's just a reality it's tough to stop at all and so we need to and when we just had a few people on the platform you know we could mitigate that with moderators it's not possible anymore because of the scale that we've got up to so we need community moderation so long story short when you're at level one your vote has less power than it does when you're at level 20 by a factor of 20. so every time you level up your giving power uh, is increased so this will help with community moderation because someone who's at level 20 can essentially give one down vote to a, a poor comment and it will mitigate 20 upvotes from level one users um, so it's really going to help uh, increase the quality on uptrend which i think is if anyone goes to the website definitely our number one issue right now is and and focus is raising the quality of posts of comments of all interactions happening there so citizenship which uh phase one is launching likely within the next seven days is gonna be a massive step towards that all right and then smiles jay says uh how is uptrend hosted is it running on its own servers or is it contracted out to other providers yeah again so this is just like a mvp stage like we're still early we're still new i wish we had raised well i don't wish we had raised 100 million but it would have made it easier if we did um, so we're just running on AWS right now. We got about $100,000 of AWS credits through our accelerator partner, Mousebelt. Um, so we're just running on AWS for at least the next year. We're in talks with Library. We're, we're in talks with Hive. We're trying to figure out, you know, different ways. How we how can we create a hybrid system? Because, you know, contrary to what a lot of people think, um, Library isn't all hosted on IPFS. A lot of it is hosted on centralized servers. So there needs to be some kind of hybrid and that's what we're going for. So how can we hybridize centralized servers as well as peer-to-peer torrent-style servers that can allow for immutable content? So that's something that we're exploring right now. We wanna make sure that we're getting it right uh, the first time around. Yeah, yeah, using IPFS, is, that's great, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a whole, whole, whole different animal. Um, let's yeah. see, uh, Movies Series Zone says, um, What's the uptrend team doing to speed up the website? Sometimes when you click the upvote, it takes a little while to respond. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I wish, you know, speed was just a little slider that you could slide up and then all your problems would be fixed. Um, there's always so many things from caching layers to Redis to the Amazon settings. I'm not a developer, so I'm not the best person to speak to this. All I know is that um, you know, the team is putting in input like, hey, devs, can we increase? Like, we need a faster website, and they're actively working on this. So obviously, website load factors into that with us getting so many new users. It's a little bit of a game of catch-up, but um, the devs with that we onboarded with Mousebelt are just top-notch. So um, we're actively working on website speed, definitely a top priority for us. So um, just keep checking back. Like, if you compare Uptrend now to Uptrend one year ago, world apart sure. so we're definitely getting better um we know that we're not at facebook speed yet because facebook is facebook but uh, we're getting there yeah i'll have you uh, talk with uh, aaron my my twin um offline yeah. after this yeah he's uh he is a, a whiz at that and so many other things I, he'll probably be able to double your speed probably uh, within 30 minutes let's see here love it yeah, so then we got Danael. So Danael says, uh, Jeff, so for example, if I want to create a group for crypto education on Uptrend, what pluses will I get from using your platform? Yeah, well, so first of all, when you create that group, I, I think you're going to find that you're going to get more engagement and activity in that group currently than anywhere else if you create a new group, whether it's on Reddit or Facebook or even like a new Twitter account. So I think the engagement is kind of like the one thing you're going to get a lot of new subscribers into there. And then once we start rolling out with um, ownership of groups, then obviously all the activity that happens in that groups, you're able to monetize. And even until then, 
um, all the posts that you put in this crypto education group are still monetized as well. So you can grow a following, monetize your content, have it immutable, not get censored, and in the future actually own the group. And if later on you want to sell it because you've grown it to such a substantial size and it's worth a lot now, you can do that. So um, there's a ton of upsides to creating a group on Uptrend. Um, yeah. Yeah, cool, man. So you actually let people sell their groups because I know other platforms you can't do that. Like Instagram, you grow an account, you try to sell it, yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, no, that'll be uh, that'll be a core feature for sure. People will be allowed to do that. Very cool. And then uh, our brother Michael Stallworth, he says uh, maybe ask about um, being able to stake one up uh, tokens and how it works, the rewards, all that kind of stuff. For sure. Yeah. So recently, um, there was a third party uh, service. It's called PyraBank. They're uh, teamed up with this called Team 3D, and they threw up a website called StakeUp.io. And so it's really simple. It's not there's no new coins being minted into the ecosystem. So I'd say it's pseudo staking. It's more so like a, a zero sum game with staking. So all you need to do is I won't go too in depth into it, but all you need to do is fund your MetaMask wallet with one up tokens and a little bit of Ethereum, and then just go to StakeUp.io, follow the instructions, and then you can kind of enter this like staking game with people uh, that and your staking rewards depend on people entering and exiting the pool um, in the future we are going to have legitimate staking for one up with new tokens entering and that'll be through uh, liquidity providing so if people provide liquidity on uniswap then you'll be able to earn different uh, rois or different amounts of tokens based on how long you're staking and how much so we anticipate to roll that one out likely within the next month who doesn't love free crypto right there you uh, go. So we got uh, Jote09. He says, my question is, how does Uptrend plan to tackle the sharing of false news? Yeah, so that's a, that's a huge thing. I think um, it's in my, my belief and the way that the platform is going right now is that we are not going to tackle false news. And that it's because false news can be a very, very subjective and, and picky situation. I think we saw with Twitter, um, they recently censored one of Trump's tweets. Two. And uh, two, yeah. And then on one of them, double down. Uh, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they, they're like, hey, this is false information. But then Twitter got fact checked, and what they had fact checked was wrong. So it was like the first move by Twitter, probably so calculated, so decisive on such a mass scale, turned out to be incorrect. And so I think that is such a dangerous spot to put as a corporation. I don't think corporations should have their fingers in that at all. I think people should. I believe people have the intelligence to choose what they believe to make their own decisions. So I don't, we're never going to tackle fake news um, because I think news and its validity is subjective. Of course, if like, let's say, um, oh, there was an asteroid that hit New York 10 minutes ago, that's objectively fake news, but we're not, we're not going to stop that just because that there, there's going to be gray lines and we don't want to navigate those too big of a hassle. And um, so we're, I said, Bottom line, the platform is going to be an open system for communication among people where it's community governed. If you want to mute someone, if you want to block someone, if you want to filter out a certain topic, that's up to you. So we put the power in the people's hands rather than trying to control it and be hoverboard parents or yeah, yeah, for sure. helicopter parents. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy out there. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to try to monitor everything, I mean, what? Where do you draw the line, right? With satire, with with comedy. I mean, look at the Onion, exactly. right? So, and then you have stuff that's just you know blatant lies. I mean, you see that on on both sides. It is. I don't care, Republican, Democrat. You know, they do it all the time. But it seems like only the right is censored, uh, even if they're telling the truth. And so it's uh, yeah, something that's definitely needed is to put the power back in the people. Let the people decide what they want to see and what they don't. 
to this mm -hmm. point, until to this question right here, we got Tommy Payant. Uh, he says, um, "How do we verify? Or how do we determine or verify the veracity of the posted information, or how do you value the truthfulness of the data posted on the platform?" So I guess it goes right back to Jote's, you know, question to you, right? So essentially, it's going to be the power of the people, right? Yeah. All right. Let's see. Smiles J asks, um, "Have you spoken to BitChute? Um, they have a similar revision minus the token. I believe they have their own servers." I haven't spoken to BitChute, but um, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll fire up a conversation. I, the thing that I love the most about uh, most of these platforms besides Steemit um, is that we're all chatting with each other and all trying to help each other grow and thrive, and we get on calls and Discord chats fairly regularly. So uh, I'll hop on with BitChute because I haven't connected with them yet. Good suggestion. Thank you. Yeah, so let's see. That was Smiles J. What else do we got here? Um, let's see. My eyes aren't what they used to be. <laughs> all right so let's see here uh, it says my question will there be peeps watching your post like the like with twitter and if you keep posting will there be bots that block you i.e twitter so i guess um so for instance you, you'd already you know just covered this this question you know where the the users will be in control of their destiny so to speak and what they see but uh will uptrend be have any kind of defenses against bots and things like that where twitter is very you know prevalent to bot attacks? Yeah, I mean, right now we have a pretty rudimentary system that can mitigate that, which is you can only post three times a day. So right off the bat, that that's a preventative. Um, we're going to be altering that likely in the future that you can post unlimited. But again, like on Twitter, post as many times as you want. If nobody's following you, who cares? Sure. Um, so um, there's there's a lot of a lot of nuances in that point that would take a while to kind of unpack, but long story short is that people who are just spam posting either a they're not going to be able to earn b they're not going to get any visibility um it's so it's not really going to be that big of a concern and if issues do arise um a big foundation of ours is to actively combat issues in the platform especially bots as they happen because uh, i think that was a big downfall of steam it was a big bot with, with started with bid bots where people would just pay these bots to upvote their posts and then the front page just turned into this like you mentioned, pay to play. So um, we're going to be very active. Uh, so we don't have the issue yet if something does occur, which is just inevitable. There's always, it's always a game of cat and mouse. So we will be the effective cat day in, day out. <laughs> gotcha. So you can only post three times a day. Does that also uh, take into account, uh, you know, just commenting on people's videos? Like, say, for instance, you're really engaged in the community and you like a, you're following a whole bunch of different people and you're just sitting on your butt all day long just watching, you know, videos on uptrend. Uh, how many comments a day could they do? Uh, unlimited for the comments. Okay, gotcha. Just the posts, yeah. All right. My big question is, when is it going to be on mobile? Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, we're the Android app is delivered, um, so we're working out the bugs right now. Um, if I would like to make an optimistic guess for Android, I'd say two months. Um, but anything, anything happens with developers. Uh, it's always it's always a wild guess, so we'll see. Uh, we're also hiring on some more developers in the next couple of weeks too, so we'll be speeding up that process. So you'll see speed increase on uptrend, uh, features start releasing faster. Mobile app might come out even before two months. I think that's a. I don't think the team would be very happy for me saying that out loud, but uh, I'm an optimistic guy, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, it seems things always take two to three longer than we anticipate. And, you know, with COVID, for sure. You know, with COVID and all this crap going on, I mean, like with Monarch, you know, all of our devs are working from home because they're in California and they're terrified of, you know, COVID, right? So right. Um, even if you look at the numbers, there's 
I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But anyways, there, it's, it's, it really <laughs> slows things down a lot when you've got everybody working remotely instead of in the same room yeah. or collaborate, collaborating mm -hmm. and things like that. So got a few more questions here. Let's see. Um, so Adam says that he was late to the stream. Anyway, Jeff could give a short answer as how the level ups uh, work um, on Uptrend and how we can earn one-up tokens. That was from Adam R. Then to piggyback on that, let's see here. We've got uh, Reno that's asking any competitions available. Yeah, yeah, good question. So uh, the level up system is like a big foundation of uptrend. So um, first off, the higher your level, the more you can earn. So every time you level up, how much you earn per upvote increases. Um, and then as we introduce citizenship, also as you level up, the power of your votes will increase as well. So how much you can give. So leveling up increases how much you can earn and how much you can give. Um, in terms of competition, kind of as I mentioned, I, I see it really as all votes rise with the tide. Um, but other platforms that I really enjoy and wish the best to would be uh, Publish OX, Minds, Library, Hive. Um, I think those are the ones that I, I see out there that are doing really phenomenal work. Yeah, if I know Reno, I think he's talking about competition, like, you know, to help promote Uptrend, they get rewards and tokens uh, or something oh, like that. Oh, I see. Um, at this, stay tuned. Keep, uh, just hit the bell on the Twitter. So if ever we launch competitions, you'll see them there. All right. And then uh, Movie Series Zone is asking, uh, when will people be able to upload the videos directly to Uptrend without having to use a URL from another site? Yeah. So that was something that we actually had for quite some time. But because we're not YouTube level, um, people com would still compare us to YouTube. They're like, oh, it wasn't YouTube speed. It's not YouTube speed. And so we're like, OK, you know what? Like until we can get YouTube speed, we're actually just going to pull the feature for now. So um, again, maybe I'll give it a, like a two to three month time window that we can implement a video upload feature so that people can upload it natively to Uptrend because that's 100% where we want to go is that people can upload content, have it immutable. Um, right now, we just understand that a lot of people want, like I think people's number one priority a lot of times is just speed and efficiency. So uh, we just took away that feature just so that people who are navigating around get get their videos delivered uh, timely. Gotcha. And then uh, Reno, he's asking if I'd open up an account on Uptrend. Well, I'm already there, brother, so look for me on Uptrend. Reno, I signed up an account the first time we brought Jeff on. So, and, and I can say that uh, you do get more engagements and more traffic over there than any of the other platforms, I would say, that aren't like Twitter, things like that. You get a lot more engagements, uh, views, things like that. Uh, let's see here. What else do we got? There is another couple questions here. Um, they were asking about, let's see here. Um, so Adamar asks, um, what do you think about EOS and their voice platform? Yeah, man, I've never seen $200 million move so slow and inefficiently <laughs> in my life, <laughs> to be honest. Um, again, I, I kind of I wish them the best. I think their hearts are 100% in the right place. Uh, Brendan, like I really, I really like uh, kind of his his morals and ethics. Um, but man, just the way that they've been rolling out things has been interesting to say the least. If you look at like the core function of their token, um, which is like voicing comments on different posts. Um, so this is after they spent you know a year and a half, two years building it, 150 million, 200 million dollars on developing the system. How their system works is. It's essentially, it's literally uh, a pyramid scheme where you like have to outvoice somebody, and every time you outvoice them, you if you get outvoiced, then you earn whatever somebody spent after you. So you're kind of like you're betting that you're going to not be the last person to outvoice someone on a post, 
And uh, when this was brought up to the CEO, I think his name is Salam, he said, yeah, we know it's not ideal. It's not really what we're looking for in the end, but uh, it's kind of what we came up with for now. And I was just, that was like a bury my face in my hand moment. So I'm like, you guys had $2 million, two years, 200 mil, two years, and the best system you came up with for your token was like a, a pyramid. Beta point. So I was like, yeah. or I guess not even a pyramid. I guess that's like more so a Ponzi. So I'm like, jeez. Mm. Um, so I, I wish them the best. I think they're, they've, I think it has potential, you know, when capital can move things in a very quick, momentous way. So I think they're going to bring a lot of attention to the decentralized social media space, the power of freedom of speech. All boats will rise with the tide. Um, and I wish them the best. I just, I, I see uh, that's one of the many errors that are just like very apparent for me with voice. Yeah, and then we got um, Adam R as well as uh, was somebody else in here says, uh, oh, Smiles J. They're saying that it's going to, it requires or it will require KYC. So that's going to be another big yeah. hurdle for them. So yeah, cool. Um, yeah, so with Uptrend, uh, where can people find you? Um, where's Uptrend at? And uh, we'll get you on your way, so that way I can do the giveaways for people and have uh, everybody get back on with their uh, their Thursday. This is the first time we've ever done one of these. Perfect. Yeah, um, it's super easy to find me. I'm on Twitter, at Jeff Kardakis. I'm on Telegram, at Jeff Kardakis. LinkedIn, at Jeff Kardakis. Um, Uptrend, that one's probably the hardest one. Two ends in Uptrend, uptrend.com. Just connect with me there. I'm kind of like the MySpace Tom. When you sign up for Uptrend, I'm your first <laughs> follower. So uh, you can connect with me there via DM as well. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy to connect with people anywhere, anytime, or Jeff at uptrend.com by email, whatever. I'm easy to get to and happy to reply. Is your profile pic you in a white t-shirt at a desk, you know, looking around, you know, like Tom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I should. That would be hilarious, actually. I uh, love it, man. It's always great catching up with you. I'll uh, see you over there on Uptrend uh, probably uh, tomorrow or the next day when I post the next video after this one. So appreciate you coming on, giving everybody an update. Yeah, keep crushing it. Keep um, you know creating a platform that gives us all the ability to have our voices heard, man. I appreciate what your contributions to the world are, man. And don't stop. Love it. Thank you. And I gotta I gotta give my hats off to you for you know being one of the pioneers. I think it's always a chicken and the egg scenario that people are like, oh, we're waiting for a platform, but there's not enough people. And so it takes someone with a lot of um, like intestinal fortitude to come in and be like, you know, what? I'm actually gonna I'm gonna make a move here. I'm gonna bring myself onto this platform, actually add content, and then to give a platform like this for the interview, I think is. Uh, really honorable i'm really grateful for it um it's these kinds of things that are going to help create the shifts not just kind of empty talk so i really appreciate it and i uh, hope you have an awesome rest of the day thanks for having me on always here for you jeff god bless stay safe out there right. see right. got a couple updates on monarch so uh, monarch pay sorry let's start off with uh, apple pay so if you look at apple as well as android if you look at your monarch wallet you should have uh, the ability to um, I'm not sure if the update went through yet or not. If it didn't, it will shortly, but you will be able to start using Apple Pay with Monarch. So that way, uh, when you want to buy crypto, things like that, you can use Apple Pay to do that versus having to use credit cards and things like that. But typically, Apple Pay, you know, is backed up by your credit card. But anyways, it's more convenient. That's what I'm getting at. So I've been busy doing that. We're also releasing Monarch Health. All right, so we got Monarch Health right here. And so this is kind of... It's affordable health care for your family. Uh, we've partnered with with a appears to be a great uh, company that allows for a lot of uh, virtual, um, you know, like for virtual, 
I guess it would be uh, consultations as well as no cost prescription coverage, treatments that you know over 50 routine medical conditions or four over 50 you know, routine medical conditions. So it's got mental health services, unlimited prenatal vitamins with folic acid, all kinds of stuff. You can see it here. So some of the things you know are no copay, no deductibles, no age limits, no eligibility requirements. All right. So this will be live within Monarch here shortly as well. So for a lot of people that um, are having health issues or don't want to go see a doctor, but they want to have you know all the benefits of being able to speak with a doctor and have prescriptions and things like that, that'll be part of Monarch. So. As you know, you are the king or queen of your finances and now your health as well. So that'll be built into Monarch, which is pretty freaking cool. And then for uh, people that like games, yeah, people who like games, we created an amazing game. And this I was hoping to release back in maybe January, February, but through all the COVID, all these issues with their devs working offsite, yeah, it slowed things down for sure. Um, it's made things difficult, but not just that. That's not my only excuse. Don't worry, I got more. Uh, we just keep making it better and better. So, you know, Will and Snay and all the devs and people that are playing it, you know, they'd be like, man, it'd be really cool if we did this. It'd be really cool if we did that. What if we could do this? What if we could do that? What if uh, the people we're playing with across the world could, you know, do this and that with us? So we put all that stuff into it. So this this went from a, a beta, this went from like kind of like an MVP game to a pretty amazing game that I think is going to rival some of the traditional games on the app stores because you don't have to know anything about blockchain to use this video game. It's called Bull Run. All right. So uh, both of these places that um, both of these uh, websites I just showed you right here. So you got, uh, you know, bullrungame.com. If you want, go over to bullrungame.com and register. And that way you'll be pre-registered as soon as it goes out. You'll be notified. You'll be able to download it. It'll be on both. It's already on both uh, app stores now. Not for you, though. You can't get it yet because it's just in the dev accounts, right? So we're testing it, you know, with uh, on Google and we're testing it with Apple, with, with their devs because they have to, you know, monitor everything and make sure that nothing's harmful. And so it's going through all those processes and we're constantly making little tweaks and we are so close to launching it, so close to launching it. So um, it's going to have a crap ton of features in it. And one of the best things about it, not only is it fun and addictive and you can play with multi, you know, multiplayer so you can have friends from all over the world play with you, the competitions, you know, the... The top, the top players, they actually get rewarded in crypto. All right, so people are actually going to be getting paid in crypto um, or earning crypto or receiving crypto just for playing the game. And they don't have to know anything about blockchain. If they don't even want the crypto, they don't have to use it. But they can, they can get the crypto and they can um, do level ups and buy different uh, skins and things like that. Or they can just simply you know, transfer it to their Monarch wallet and cash out. So really cool stuff. And again, all this stuff, you don't have to know anything about blockchain. It is freaking incredible, and I can't wait to bring it to you. And it, of course, it uses Monarch tokens. All right. And then, um, yeah, so that is uh, bullrungame.com. Go there, pre register. Same thing with monarchhealth.io. So, monarchhealth.io. Both of these things, you can go sign up today, and then it'll take you over one of these days to where you can pre register. And so that way, when it goes live, you'll be notified and you can start uh, using it. Cool stuff. All right, so I don't know when the next live stream will be, but I thought it was super important to bring Jeff on and talk about, you know, our First Amendment that's kind of been eroding and, um, you know, some of the censorship that's going on. I thought that uh, this is a timely discussion, and uh, there's a lot of things going on out there right now, a lot of things going out there in the world with, um, you know, Section 230, where maybe these social media giants start may start losing their power. They may be open to lawsuits. They may be open to government intervention and regulation, turning them into a utility. So... You're going to see a lot of stuff, I think, happening over the next few months, especially leading up to the election, because they, um, 
I don't think they want, and I'm saying like Trump and those guys, I don't think they want uh, their people censored. I think they want uh, everybody to have freedom of speech. So I think you're going to see some fireworks over the next couple months. That I can guarantee, especially when you watch those Project Veritas videos I sent you. So in the meantime, peeps, unless there's anything else, I'm going to let you all get on with your day. And then, uh, yeah, Let's see, what is this? Uh, can you look at the pen comment from the last stream? Buy people when 20 bucks of Bitcoin cash. The pin comment from their last stream. Yeah, uh, I'll take a look at it. I'll take a look at it. But again, you should. what you should do, honestly, is uh, look and see the people that I mentioned as to being paid. And if for some reason I did miss that, then I will make sure that I get them paid. I do make mistakes. All right, peeps. Love you. God bless you. And I will catch you all on the next one, whenever it will be. Hey, peeps, just a friendly reminder, Crypto Beetle shows are never financial advice, recommendations, or trading strategies. The views expressed here are solely that of Robert Beatles and his guests. Robert Beatles is the co-founder of the Monarch Wallet, host of Trading New Sessions, Crypto Beatles on YouTube, and on several entities. Robert's opinions here do not reflect that of those entities. Some information shared here may not actually be factual. These shows are for information and entertainment purposes only. Never invest a single Satoshi or penny in anything without first seeking the counsel and advice of a professional financial advisor. Robert Beatles is not a financial expert or advisor. Investing in anything is super dangerous. You can lose all of your money, so always trade at your own risk. Please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. God bless you. Love you. And I'll catch you on the next one.